Welcome to Steel for Success by Worthington Industries. I'm your host, Eve Baumgartner. On today's episode, I will be talking to Mike Willard, a technical services manager, about a case study he conducted using an improved steel grade to help a customer resolve their forming issues. Thank you, Mike, for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime. So before we get into the case study, Improved Seal Grade, I was wondering if you could tell me and the listeners a little bit about your background at Worthington. Yeah, my background is oddly enough similar to other metallurgists that we have here. I studied material science at Ohio State for undergrad. Um, I was fortunate enough to get a part-time job as a uh, lab technician in our laboratory here in Columbus, Ohio. So I did that for a few years and then went to grad school. And once I got done with that, came back as a, as a full-time metallurgist. So do you work with a specific industry at the Columbus plant? I'm part of the hot roll group, particularly our Monroe facility, which is a pickle slitting and blanking facility and dry lubing facility down at near Cincinnati, Ohio. Before that change here somewhat recently, I was part of our cold roll strip group. How is working in hot roll different than working in strip or cold roll? Um, Very, very different. I guess at a super high level, the cold roll strip team, we have three sites that make cold roll strip. You're taking something that we buy and we're making something almost completely different. Whereas the hot roll side of things, you're really not changing the properties at all. We may or may not add an anneal or another coating, or we may add some dry looming, but by and large, we're not really changing the intrinsic material properties. And then when it comes to customer development, you know, working with different grades, working with potentially different thicknesses, things like that. Okay, got it. Cool. Now that we have a little bit more understanding of what you do here at Worthington, I was wondering if you could lead us through the problem that you encountered during the case study. Sure. So this was a few years ago, back during my time in the cold roll strip group. But this particular customer was ordering a cold roll, low carbon material that would meet a maximum of 48 Rockwell B uh, or RB hardness. And the part had, had pretty generous forming and bending. So the goal was with the particular hardness that they were asking for is really just for the forming. We ended up providing a cold roll strip of low carbon steel. And uh, after a period of time, the customer was complaining about cracking that was occurring intermittently with the part itself. So with that information, we started with getting both good and bad parts, as well as flats in the material that we had sent over that were you know, not in part form, so we could do a various analysis of that material. What did you find during your analysis? So going into the actual characterization and the analysis of the materials that we eventually got, the first thing we look for is steel defects, right, that may be coming in from the mill. And we really didn't see anything like that. And we also, looking at strictly the parts and the flats we were getting, we really didn't see any huge differences in chemistry, mechanical properties, or microstructure. So that was a bit odd. Then looking at the hardness itself that we were reading as well, the hardness either matched or slightly above the readings that we had, we had certified to the customer. 
So that in combination of those readings and looking at the ship date, there was a chance that aging could have played a factor, but that was one of the more inconclusive parts of this investigation. So what next steps did you guys take? So the the next step we went through was referring this to our corporate materials laboratory, which is 200 yards from our other laboratory where we were doing this analysis on for this material. And at the corporate materials lab, we have a lot more, I guess, advanced equipment. So we sent our good and bad samples to the lab for a fractography analysis as well to see if they were able to see anything that could point to a root cause for the material failure. What is a fractography analysis? I don't think we've talked about that yet on uh, this podcast, and I'm just unfamiliar in general. Yeah, so at at a super high level, fractography is looking at the point of fracture or a point of suspect failure, primarily using our SEM and using those images and that data, our experts at the corporate materials lab were able to determine the type of fracture or a, a point where you know a fracture could be occurring or is at risk. So for this particular failure, we were seeing some combination of shearing and ductal fracture which for us pointed to the fact that the material was being pushed beyond its intrinsic material properties. That finding ultimately led us down the road to the solution for the problem, uh, which was a great change. Since you're already using low carbon steel, what grade did you guys change it to to get a softer steel material? The first grade we looked at in the first grade we trialed and the ultimate grade we chose uh, was an IF steel, which is also called an EDDS steel. So IF meaning interstitial free and EDDS meaning extra deep draw steel. You know, generally speaking, an IF steel might have 002, 003 carbon in it, whereas a, a 1006 might have 04. So again, interstitial free, literally meaning you you don't have carbon in those interstitial parts of the matrix to increase the strength of the material. So because of the low carbon amount of IF steels, that makes its aging resistance much, much superior to your normal coral low carbon steels. The way that that steel is created is at the steel mill. That carbon is removed through a process called vacuum degassing, where in a vacuum, the carbon's in solution is removed in the form of carbon monoxide, leaving only a small amount of carbides within a basically 100% ferrite matrix. So essentially, you have pure iron with a little bit of carbides. So ultimately, you're, you're maximizing the formability of steel. After you changed the steel grade and gave it to the customer, did they see any more issues? No. So after presenting this trial proposal to the customer and we shipped the material, the customer saw an immediate improvement on part forming. So no more fallout, no more cracking or anything like that in the part, which was, which was awesome news. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for joining us today and telling us a little bit more about this case study. Thanks for having me. If you're interested in learning more about this case study or any others that Worthington Industries has conducted, make sure to subscribe to Steel for Success or visit the resource library under the Expertise tab at steel.worthingtonindustries.com. Thank you for listening and join us next time on Steel for Success.